listening to a podcast from Light FM. Light FM, all-time favourites. You are hanging out with Ika. I'm so excited because I've got one half of that iconic duo from back in those days where they changed the landscape, particularly of radio breakfast show in Malaysia. Lil Kev in the house. Lil what house, Kev. What house is this? I don't know. This is Light FM. Welcome to Light FM. Thank Welcome you, back so on much. radio. You know, it's, it's, I, I came in here. I, I haven't been here in ages. Yeah, yeah. Everything has changed. It has. You know, including the staff. And, you know, I think during my time, the people were better looking. Oh, Definitely. thank you. I was at your, I was doing your time. You know, right? You go, ah. There you go. So, there you go. Okay. how have you been? La? Okay. La, Do people still call you Lil Kev or just Kev right now? Are you being rude or are you <laughs> <laughs> you you look great. You haven't grown, but <laughs> so I'm just asking: Do people still call you Little Kev? Being you the, the airwaves, it's in protest. Exactly. You know, no, yeah. I mean, people still recognize me. Ironically, mm. being on radio, I mean, they never saw us, gun. Mm. You know, but they, yeah, there are people that still come up to me. And I live in a in a condo. I met this family in the lift quietly. The father's telling the son, you know, like you know, son. I used to listen to Uncle now huh, when I was in form five. I was like, holy. I'm like 150 or <laughs> you know what I mean but yeah. yeah people still recognize us yeah I didn't even speak I wonder why but okay lah not too bad lah boleh cari makan lah you were known to be one half of Fly Guy Little Kev you guys were the breakfast show at the time and nobody at the time uh. did the kind of breakfast show you did really? it was revolutionary it was the shorts was we it just, we just came in shorts that's all we did short pants <laughs> <laughs> but when they when they told you that this was going to be how we're going to do the breakfast show, what did you think? Because it's never been done before. To be honest, when I first got into radio, I was not from the industry. Yeah. So they told me that I was going to be doing the the show with this guy called Fly Guy. Mm. I heard of him from another radio station. I was like, then when I saw him, I got a shock. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. And then I was like, you know, things happen. <laughs> but. I, <laughs> But no, I had no idea what radio was all about. To be right. honest, I just thought like, okay, like just go there and just talk, lah, see what happens. Right. But it was easy because it was a banter between two people. Yes. And uh, we were both Gemini's, ironically. Mm-hmm. So it kind of worked. Lah. We held hands. You did, huh? But Malaysia lapped it up. Lah. <laughs> they loved you guys. You guys were the bomb.com. By the way, I will give you an address. You can send us money. So Kev, take us back to how you first started radio how did you manage to get you know roped into this wonderful world of radio of radio i used to be a disc jockey prior to this as mm. in playing clubs and stuff like that and uh i met a friend of a friend who said hey listen you know they're starting up this new thing called astro they're gonna have radio on it would you be interested and i was like sure why not came in went for an interview apparently they just like my good looks and i said okay no <laughs> nada yeah very ju- handsome Yeah, very, very. Mm. So anyway, they said, why not give him a try? I did the audition and they ironically put me with Fly. I think I was really lucky because he had experience on radio. And Astro gave us a very good training program prior to going to air. So... Mm. uh, One of the hardest things was sounding the way you talk. Yeah. And uh, we managed, we pulled through. So I think uh, Astro did a lot of it, mostly. Yeah. No, look, I was there. I sat in. Yeah, your, I remember, your, you know, yeah, we had all we the crying all sessions, all like one kind of therapy, all kind of, uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. But it was eye-opening for me. Yeah. Never being in uh, the industry. Yeah, so yeah. I thought it was it was great. So you were on air for how many years? Wow, six years. For six years, yeah. okay. The one thing about being on the Hits Breakfast Show okay. that you remember, I know there are plenty. Just give me one. Okay, better. I'll give you one. Mm. It was September 11th, the tragic day. Okay. The thing was, you know, coming in for that show, we were thinking like, oh my, what are we going to do? You know, like, mm. you know, our show was based on humor, things yeah. like that. And uh, we had a great producer at that time, Anu. We decided to take up the telephone directory and just flip it and pick a number and call them up and uh, say, peace be with you concerning 
what had happened, you know, like yeah. So we had people from various countries, you know, like some people were scolding us and you know, oh, what are you doing? It's like two o'clock in the morning. But uh, I thought that was one of the most memorable shows we had because, mm. like, I think we did the right thing, you know, calling them up, saying that we we're from Malaysia, knowing what had happened. We just wanted to say peace, BBCU, and things like that. And some people took it really well, some mm. people didn't. But yeah, that was one of my most. But you did shows. some really crazy stuff on air, which is uh, why I said it was revolutionary because nobody did that kind of stuff on radio. I remember you call Hong Kong. Yeah. Well, you, you know, there was a hotel in. Hong Kong uh, uh. that had the biggest satay in the world or something really? and you rang up and you wanted to you know order the satay come on don't you remember we called GH here and asked for Michael Jackson's son remember? did you really yeah that's, what, that's the first things we did we called up and you know what they were so helpful it actually passed us through to the you know the maternity <laughs> ward and so you know is there something and then we finally told him and I know that we're joking like so they looked for Michael Jackson's kid how were you so brani to do these kind of things huh? I think you know the funny thing about Malaysians is we like to laugh at ourselves ironically right. you know we, we we all can take a joke mm, mm, mm. so I thought it was just natural you know it just came out mental a bit like slightly but yeah we just had a good time on air and you know what the listeners played a large role in it because they, they, they lapped it up so these days you are a dad to two kids oh You've got you've actually yeah I've got two two kids yeah you're a dad too now. many kids <laughs> too many. yeah I got two boys so two. you are a responsible adult now yes very much so two boys do they know your background on radio they know that you're like superstar radio I, I don't think so I think when they were very young they always used to say like, why is Papa behind the bus you know we, we had those yes. advertisements behind the bus that's why they thought why is Papa behind the bus they asked me Pa did you work in the bus you know like <laughs> that kind of thing. but no they they had no idea because by the time they grew up I already had left the industry so they. Don't know, but they always ask me like, why are people talking about this? And I'm like, ah, I used to be on radio and stuff like that. And you know, you never told them. Hey, I'm actually quite famous, like a champion. Ah. Uh, I think they know already. Lah. They know already. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing now? What am I doing now? That's a good question. What day is it today? <laughs> Isn't no, actually, ironically, I'm I'm retired. Okay. Would you believe it? Wow. Yeah, I'm that's retired. nice. Uh, I'm still hustling, lah, brother. How how are you doing this, lah? You think by choice, lah? <laughs> okay, my mom's got Alzheimer's. So okay. I decided while she still can remember me and the rest of them, I thought, ah, you know, just take care of her. And that's what I do most of the time. I mean, like on the side, I do things that I really like doing. One okay. of it is uh, I do some construction work. Not literally, but people who want to renovate their houses are like designing. Mm. So they come to me, I design it. Ah, really? So I do that. You're yeah. quite creative also. Huh? They're not bad. Ah. How come all this didn't come out before when you were younger? Uh... I liked it, but because I really was house proud and things like that, so I always liked these kind of things, you know, design and stuff. So when I retired, I thought, hey, why not? No, but small, small job. Small, small, small job. Small, small job. Okay, ah. It's okay, va. Uh. There's this story going around like, that radio is going to die because there's just so many different other platforms that's popped up. I mean, there is such technology as in AI. Now, AI is going to take over radio. You know, the humans well, are going to be out of a job. So, yeah. what do you mean? They're going to put an AI on radio? Yeah. Radio is personality. Okay. I'm sorry. You know, like you can put an AI here. AIs can play chess. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Basically, it's processing uh, mm. and you can't come up with emotions. Radio is about relatability. Mm. Sure, some people like to listen to radio because of the music. Let's not deny it. I mean, that's the main core of it. But, you know, the little input of personalities that come in between, that it makes the whole thing one big package. And I think if you take that out, I don't know whether it'll work. If you ask me personally, it'll die with AI. Mm. Then I think the radio will die. Definitely with AI, it'll be dead. Because I might as well just put on a mixtape or something like that. A mixtape? You know what I mean? Which That's decade time, are you from? <laughs> the same decade you're from, darling. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean? You yeah. know, it's the same thing. I think radio was all about personality. Yes. And relatability. People talking about everyday things and, you know, and people relate to it. Don't take that away. Why are they taking it away? Who is the AI? Let me speak to you. <laughs> 
do you think radio will always be relevant though with all this popping up it's the most simplest form of communication if you look at form of media I think other than TV because you're you know like you're really lazy you just want to open your eyes and think that radio is really simple you know my mum used to leave the radio on when mm. she used to cook and we always used to hear the music and we always knew what was going on it's such a simple form of communication why would we want to take it away mm. boleh lah I tell you don't don't throw it away I tell you call the yeah I've call the play yeah <laughs> it's lovely seeing you lah Kev oh same here you've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock that's S-Y-O-K